Welcome to Hymology on the Gospel Radio Network, a program sponsored by the Mars Hill Church of Christ, located at 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. You may contact us by phone at 615-203-3637. If you would like more information about our congregation or this program, you may visit our website at www.marshillcoc.org. We invite you to join us every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on TGRN.org. And now, here is your host, Brother Kyle Webb. Welcome once again to our program. My name is Kyle Webb. I serve as the minister for the Mars Hill Church of Christ that meets in Christiana, Tennessee. Now, thank you for joining us today. As we continue our study of the songs and hymns that we sing, today we are looking at I Need Thee Every Hour. I Need Thee Every Hour is a special song. It's a a song that we use often before we pray uh, as a, a preparation of our minds to pray. Uh, but it's also a song that has a, a great meaning e- even outside of, of just our prayer time and our worship services. But it is a good recognition of our need for God each and every hour of the day. The song is written by Annie Sherwood Hawks. She was born May 28th of 1835. And she passed from this life January 3rd of 1918 at the age of 83. She was a successful poet. Her work published in several newspapers by the age of 14. At 24, she married Charles Hawks, and they lived in Brooklyn, New York. They had three children. I Need Thee Every Hour was written originally as a poem when she was 37. And this is what she had to say about writing the song. One day, as a young wife and mother of 37 years of age, I was busy with my regular household tasks during a bright June morning in 1872. Suddenly, I became filled with a sense of nearness to the master, and I began to wonder how anyone could ever live without him, either in joy or pain. Then the words were ushered into my mind, and these thoughts took possession of me. I need thee every hour. And that is quoted in Hymns of Faith and Inspiration, published by Ideals Publications in Nashville, Tennessee, in 1990. The music and melody, as far as the the song is concerned, Annie Hawks was a member of the Baptist Church in Brooklyn, 
and she showed the poem to her minister, Dr. Robert Lowry, an accomplished hymn writer himself, who wrote the melody and chorus or refrain. The song was first published in a pamphlet used at the National Baptist Sunday School Convention in Cincinnati, Ohio, and was later printed in a new songbook compiled by Lowry and William Doan, titled The Royal Diadem. As far as the meaning of the song, it is interesting to note that though Annie Hawks wrote the lyrics in 1872, it wasn't until several years later that she herself realized the great significance, the meaning of the words following the passing of her husband in 1888. She says this, I understood something of the comforting power in the words which I had been permitted to give out to others in my hour of sweet serenity and peace. It is interesting to note because she didn't realize, even in a good moment in her life, she didn't realize how significant those words would be when she was in a rough time in her life. And so we see that she needed God every hour, and it's a good example for each of us. As we look at the song itself, as we look at this poem that she wrote, the poem describes our need for God every hour of every day. And I do hope that we as Christians realize how much we need God every hour of every day. A thought that, that just crossed her mind was also a significant thought for our lives. And so it represents the, the thought that we should have in regard to our relationship with God. Let's just take a look at the words that she wrote. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord, no tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee every hour, stay thou nearby, temptations lose their power when thou art nigh. I need thee every hour, in joy or pain, come quickly and abide, or life is vain. And the next stanza of this song is not found in the songbooks that we use for the most part. It's a, a rather rare verse, but one that she wrote in connection with the others. I need thee every hour. Teach me thy will, thy promises so rich in me fulfill. In the final stanza, I need thee every hour, most holy one. O oh, make me thine indeed, 
thou blessed son. Why? Why do we need thee every hour? Because no other can provide comfort, help, and healing as God does. When? Well, that's answered by the every hour, right? When we are burdened with sorrow and discomfort. Or when we are filled with joy. In every moment of our lives, it's important that we remember God. And that we have him near to us in those times. And how? He must teach us his will and his ways. And only he can fulfill his promises within us. We may belong to him only because he has done what was necessary to draw us to him through the sending of his son to teach us and ultimately to die for us. We have evidence of this in his word in the Bible. So we are able to draw near to God because he has drawn us near to him. As I was thinking of good examples of of those who had God near to them throughout their lives, one of the, the best examples that I could think of that I want to share with you today is David. You see, throughout his life, we see that he wanted to be near to God. And even in the rare times that he didn't want to be near to God, he also knew that he needed him, even in those difficult times. If we just briefly survey his life, we see that he needed God when, first of all, he was chosen to be king of Israel. First Samuel Chapter 16. We see that he needed God when he faced Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 17. He could not have overcome, he could not have defeated Goliath without God being in his life. He needed God when he was pursued and persecuted by Saul. 1 Samuel chapters 18 through chapter 31. He needed God when he himself became king in Saul's place. 2 Samuel chapter 1 and verse or chapter 1 through chapter 7. And he especially needed God When he sinned, when he recognized his sin and repented, 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12. And of course, his deep innermost thoughts are expressed 
throughout the Psalms. If we were to do a, a study of the Psalms, I have recently been reading through the Psalms and, and, uh, it's helped me to, to have a grasp on, on David's feelings throughout his life. There are Psalms that he wrote in time of great need when he was in great distress. And there are also Psalms that are written more so in the, the mindset of, of joy and happiness and thanksgiving to God. And as I survey David's life, I recognize a similar need in the life of of Mrs. Hawks as she wrote the poem that we are currently studying. She needed God in the good times, but she also needed him when times were difficult, when the, the things in her life were difficult to deal with. And, and that should be our idea, our understanding that we need God in the good times and in the bad, in joy or in pain. We need God every hour of every day. Let's look at one of the Psalms. We don't have time to, to go through a lot of them, but I do want us to look at Psalm 86. And we'll just look at the first seven verses. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Psalm 86, beginning with verse 1. This is a psalm of David. And he says, Bow down your ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am holy. You are my God. Save your servant who trusts in you. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Rejoice the soul of your servant. For to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. David needed God. He needed him when he felt poor and needy. But he knew he could rejoice in his faith that God would provide and would always provide for him when he needed him most. I also want us to, to look at the New Testament as well. We have a great encouragement, I, I think, from Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians, his first letter, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And let's begin reading at verse 12. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 beginning with verse 12. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, 
Warn those who are unruly. Comfort the faint-hearted. Uphold the weak. Be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Verse 16, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. As we look at what Paul is writing here, it's often viewed as a conglomeration, so to speak, of of many different thoughts and just putting them together in this final closing of the letter. But they also are tied very closely to one another. Remember what we are talking about in this song, I need thee every hour. We need God in each and every endeavor, spiritually speaking. In our labor for the Lord. In our kind treatment of all. In every situation, both good and bad. We need him when we pray, but we should always remember his blessings, not just coming to him when we need him. We also need to take time to thank God for what he has given us and and what he has done for us. We need God to, to help us through the trials and temptations in our lives. And notice what he says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, who calls you, he who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. We need God in every aspect of our lives. And it is important that we recognize his presence. I need thee every hour. Absolutely. As we, we sing this song, it's a, it's a prayer as well. Recognizing that we need God every hour. I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee, oh, bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee, amen. We simply cannot do life without God. We need him. No matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, in the good times and in the bad, in the hard and difficulties of life, we need God.
We cannot do life without God, but there are some who will try to do so. And me being a Christian, I, I can't understand what it must be like for someone not to have God. And you'll often find that when someone is faced with a a very great difficulty, someone who has not served God in the past, they'll recognize that often they will turn to God, if there is a God, they may say, because they need him. And they recognize in that moment that they need him. Even those who claim that they do not believe in God may profess a a faith in a dire circumstance. There are those who will try to live without God. I do not envy their lives in any way. I do not envy them one bit. Because I recognize that I always need God. We need God to prepare us for life on earth so that we may prepare for life in eternity. We're going to face an eternity of some kind. It may be the eternity that we want and hope for. There are others who are going to find an eternity of torment. And we certainly recognize that God can prepare us. He has given us the promise that heaven is awaiting us if we remain faithful. But we must prepare ourselves in faithfulness for the coming of Christ. He will help us to remain faithful when we seek him. And how do we seek God? We seek him in the words of the scriptures. His word that he has given us so that we can understand him, so that we can know him, so that we can be near to him when we need him. And we also seek him in prayer. The Bible is God's way of speaking to us. But prayer is our way of speaking to God and sharing with him our innermost thoughts and feelings. Such as David did in the form of Psalms. Often we can express our need for God. He will save our souls. We recognize that as well, that he will save us from our sins, but we must also be obedient to his will. Acts 2.38, Peter tells the, the Jews on the day of Pentecost what they must do in order to be saved. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And so we must also be obedient in repentance and confession of faith and baptism for the remission of sins. We must be obedient in order to be faithful to God. We need God in our lives. 
We need him to save us from our sins. We need him to to guide us in times of difficulty. And especially when we face temptation. We need him in the joyous moments. We think of some of the greatest joys of life being weddings and things of that nature. We need God even in times of celebration. We need to recognize what God has done for us. And we need to be thankful always for everything, every good gift that he has provided for us. I hope that God is a part of your life each and every day. And I hope that this song is an encouragement to you. And especially the next time you sing it, you can think of the words and and the meaning behind them. That we do need God every hour. I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee. Amen. Thank you for being with me today. I look forward to studying with you again next Tuesday at 11 a.m., Lord willing. Until we meet again, may God bless you.